What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Core Consults RX Podcast. I have not Cole here today because Cole is on vacation with his family. Uh, obviously, you know, we've all seen his dedication at this point, um, so we're a little disappointed, but it's okay. We got AJ filling in, and uh, we're going to have a pretty laid-back episode for you guys today, um, just kind of pontificating, if you will, on our, our thoughts on this over-the-counter supplement um, product uh, that uh, I feel like has been doing some big numbers on uh, in the sales department. Um, however, um, we're going to kind of discuss its potential efficacy and give our two cents about it. Um, you know, this is just our thoughts, our opinions based on the available data. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll definitely make your own decisions, but we'll kind of... Uh, just give, give you some some summaries of some of the information that's out there. So, uh, AJ, what are we talking about? We're talking about Prevagen, the uh, mental stimulatory. Well, it's not a drug. What do you uh, call it? It's a, a supplement. It's a supplement. It has to be a supplement because it's an over-the-counter thing with zero FDA approval. A nutraceutical, if you will. It's yeah. uh, The active ingredient is apicorin. And so what that is is a protein. Uh, they isolated it from a glow-in-the-dark jellyfish called was it Aquiora Victoria? Victoria, yeah. Right. Those are crystal jellyfish. Luminescent um, jellyfish. Really good. Um, so the dosing that they take these capsules in starts with 10 milligrams, 20 milligrams, and 40 milligrams. And basically the big claim is what they are saying, that it helps with mental clarity, I think, and cognitive processing. Um, but the main group that they're advertising to does end up being that uh, higher age population. I think geriatric would be a good way to um, describe them. And so basically within that population, you've got the the diseases like Alzheimer's disease um, and a lot of those other uh, mental cognitive degenerative, neurodegenerative um, approaches. And so the issue that we sort of have is that they've got this drug and and so it's, it's technically a drug is what it is. And so they're using it and they're marketing it and they're telling everybody that it works and it's great for this, this and that, but there's absolutely no data. Oh man, there's data, if you can call it that. I mean, there's words on the page. Let's put it that way. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, the journal of shopify.com slash s slash files, but that is literally the uh, URL that you pull up when you go to Prevagen's website and pull up one of their main uh, landmark studies for this medication or this supplement, excuse me. Um, I, I literally thought I got was sending getting sent to the wrong link or something. I was like, oh no, this is the, this is a really a Shopify uh, link. This is very strange. Um, but I guess uh, give us some. You, you looked into some of the background information because the the initial idea as far as you know its mechanism and whatnot did you know have some some good science behind it but then they just kind of took that and then just ran with it yeah so it, it started off i think in 2007 is when they kicked it off and apricorin itself is a calcium binding protein and so there's been a lot of research into calcium and brain health and memory um specifically the neuronal calcium homeostasis and calcium signaling uh, they regulate the multiple neuronal functions that we kind of see that are associated with those neurocognitive uh, degenerative diseases uh, but there's a lot of different calcium channels and there's a lot of different things that go on, uh, especially like the voltage dependent calcium channels and things like that. And so you can't just say that we're going to go in and 
take care of this issue. And there's a lot of different approaches. There's a lot of different functions. If you know anything about biochemistry and receptors and all that kind of stuff, then it, you just know that there's no way that there's one drug that you can come in and, and fix everything for, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the other you know, kind of aspect of it is how is it going to get to the brain in the first place to bind said free calcium? That's the, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this drug you know, way back when. I was like, if it's going to be actually binding up free calcium, which is thought to you know, lead to some of the damage um, you know, in the, the brain that leads to dementia or cognitive dysfunction in general, then it has to get past the blood-brain barrier and, and actually get to the site of action. And uh, it's just kind of a big molecule like there's not it's not something that's just going to easily get through the the blood brain barrier that's if it makes it into the blood yeah. after you take the capsule yeah because it's being taken orally and um i'm actually trying to pull it up right now because there's there's a study that they were i i, I use the term study loosely here <laughs> um there was a study that they were doing uh when they were first kind of looking at the the medication itself because they were trying to see um if, like look at it's basically like allergenicity of the medication and they were basically showing that it didn't cause any um you know obvious like hypersensitivity reactions things like that but at the same time they kind of proved that about 95 percent of the medication gets uh, destroyed in the stomach within like the first minute and um so we, we don't have a lot of the medication and getting through first pass metabolism in the first place let alone then getting into the bloodstream getting through the blood brain barrier and getting to the brain to start doing all this activity so I don't know. It's something that uh, just the general like thesis of the medication seems a little far fetched. It's, um, it's a stretch, definitely. And I think that when you have that properly controlled homeostasis of the calcium signaling, I mean, it, it could support the normal brain physiology uh, and it could also like maintain the neuronal integrity and, and just long term cell survival. But there's no defined mechanism for us to control that homeostasis, just like there's no defined regulatory mechanism for glucose homeostasis. We can't just fix it with one drug and say, all right, this is going to help your diabetes progress over time. You should be feeling better, these things, and then market it as a, a supplement at that, not even a drug with no trials, no data, no evidence. I mean, that it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a bit of a leap. Um, so one of the things you'll hear them say is that they, the, the epicorin itself um, has actually been shown to be and proven to be effective at uh, protecting um, hippocampal brain you know, slices um, in, uh, in oxygen glucose deprivation environment. So basically they induced like a stroke um, and they basically it's clinically trial the blah, blah, blah shows this. So the, the brain slices that were used in this study um, had significantly fewer dead, dying neurons, um, and they did have uh, an increased inflammatory markers, cytokines, um, chemokine expressions, and uh, you know, it was interpreted as a protective um, preconditioning, if you will, um, before the, the insult um, or the, the, the stroke. Now, the issue that I have with this study that it should be pretty glaring is that um, you know, the study in this case, the apocorn was administered directly onto the brain slices. We can't just say, okay, if the patient obviously has their brain intact and in their body they're alive, they're not actually removing the brain and cutting into the slices. Um, one's not going to expect those same you know, effects. And that's, that was done in rat, you know, brain slices, hippocampal brain slices, not in humans um, on top of it. And uh, it's something that, you know, we just, 
you know, we're not going to expect to get the same results because we're not administering it directly to the brain. Um, you know, we have to go through the body like we were just talking about. So that study, they always bring that up. And I'm just like, that is such a horrible example of how it's it's uh, efficacious. I don't understand that at all. That in vitro versus in vivo is so problematic. And everybody that's tomato, in drug tomato. discovery, they, they know the difference. And so even with the concentrations that these air quote studies test in, I think uh, 10 milligram daily versus placebo and things that we see, they, they come nowhere close to the air quotes target. <laughs> Should I even say the target therapeutic dose? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Of 40, but the, it's it's malarkey. Uh, what, what's the word? Malarkey that is I'm, a good one. I, bringing, I like that, malarkey. bringing that back. So and, and did you mention that the actual discovery of this, the one, the Nobel Prize? Did you, I mean, so the actual discovery of Apicorin and acorn and I think it's green uh, fluorescent protein are all groundbreaking uh, discoveries that happened back in 2006 to 2008. And so basically this lab uh, won the Nobel Peace Prize uh, in Chem- chemistry, chemistry, right, in 2008 for the discovery of this green uh, fluorescent protein because they finally figured out what was making these jellyfish uh, sort of fluoresce at night and doing these things and binding up the calcium and so to take that mechanism and all of these sciences and pockets of knowledge from so many different areas of research and take a drug and put it on the air quotes market um, was a, a bit of a leap, a jump and a leap. I hope they stretched before they, they made that jump. Yeah, they're going to pull something. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, patchy at best. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's crazy. But um, the other thing, if, if you're know, looking at just the, the overall efficacy because let's just i'm just going to pull up the website and we're going to kind of first of all what drives me crazy is i don't know how many times i have to mention that it's it's formulated with apoquorin which was originally discovered in jellyfish like that i don't know why that's so awesome natural. like it's, it's natural okay i guess and then there's a huge like a little asterisk by it. apoquorin is safe and uniquely supports brain function and then there's an asterisk for just kidding um because the it obviously uh, it does not at all. But um, I'm just like, this is on the homepage of their website. Like, it's unbelievable. And people buy this stuff like it's going out of style. And and we're going to get to who's recommending this. And so that really drove me crazy. Um, but uh, so there's a there's an option to learn more. Should we learn more? AJ? Let's do it. Dude, Let's I, do I want to learn more. Because what is Prevagen? <laughs> Originally discovered in jelly. Here we go again with the jellyfish thing. Again, jellyfish... You know, being derived from that is is extremely important. And uh, it, it, did you know what's really interesting is it's actually not even like derived from uh, jellyfish, from jellyfish right. anymore. They yeah. use like it's a recombinant. What, recombinant technology from E. coli and get it that way. So it's not even this this whole it's like natural. Gushy. It's it's fake. It's fake natural. It's it's natural with biochemistry that we do in a lab. It's fake designer. It's yeah. It's fake Gucci. That's pretty good. It's uh what do you call it? bootleg bootleg yeah. Gucci. But, uh, okay, so again, um, Prevagen, it's been, this is on the website, I'm reading, just reading verbatim. Prevagen has been clinically, mm-hmm. clinically shown, depends on how you define clinically, clinically shown to help with mild memory loss associated with aging. And then again, we're an asterisk. Um, I wonder why they have to put that. I can't believe the, uh, they, they have to put the asterisk after every single statement. It's almost like the FDA is going to be really mad if they 
make these claims without it. Um, and they go in and say that they have, uh, you know, regular strength. Now they have chewable mixed berry flavor. Oh, finally. And uh, then they have like a, a extra strength or whatever that's like three times the cost and does the same nonsense. Chewable. So we want all of the 1% of the drug that was making into the bloodstream. <laughs> right. Too. Now we want even less because yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. We want as little as possible that way. It's just gypsy magic that gets into the, you know, the, it makes the drug work. So they say... Is, is Prevagen safe? They have this whole cool, like, uh, question and answer, like, frequently asked question uh, section. So is Prevagen safe? You click on it and it goes, yes. <laughs> next question. <laughs> All right, next question, please. No more, no more questions. So uh, three peer-reviewed safety studies have been conducted. Now, I will say, overall, and if you look at Natural Medicine's database, it does seem to be pretty well tolerated overall probably because it's like a placebo but um as far as you know the there have been some case reports that the now the, the company that makes Prevagen did hire some physicians to represent them to really dive into the evidence and see if it was actually uh Prevagen that caused some of these these issues that i'm going to mention and it turns out no they're they're totally fine it wasn't them so um yeah that's good news plus i wonder how much you get paid for that job She'd be like, no, we looked into the science. But uh, it, basically cardiovascular, there's been some case reports um, to cause hypertension, hypotension, uh, angina, irregular heartbeats. Um, but again, and even um, Natural Medicine's database does say it's unclear if these events were due to apoquarin or not. Um, from a gastrointestinal standpoint, um, they say that uh, it can cause some mild diarrhea, always fun, um, nausea and stomach pain, at least in one study. Uh, but it, uh, again, mild, nothing too crazy. Um, from a neurologic standpoint, um, it says that only a specific apoquarin product has been studied, obviously Prevagen, and then uh, it has been reported to cause headaches, dizziness in one clinical clinical study at a rate of 18. Um, and then psychiatric says that uh, it was reported to cause mild anxiety in one clinical study. Um, again, these are all referring to, um, I, I want to say at least the cardiovascular and the psychiatric were all from, were from the same study. But um, from an overall standpoint, I would say not too bad as far as side effects, probably. And I would have to disagree with you there. I okay, think, perfect. Uh, I like it. The FDA letter in 2012 that yeah, they yeah, sent, yeah. I think there was, what, 2,000 plus adverse events that they just decided to selectively not report yeah, uh, but to include. Those weren't from seizures, strokes, worsening symptoms of multiple sclerosis, chest pains, tremors, fainting. Listen, curiosity you know as the side of that is outlandish memory impairment and confusion. Wait, isn't that supposed to fix this? Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't report that. They didn't bind. Oh, it's so weird. They didn't bind enough calcium, I guess. Strange. Yeah, they didn't yeah. take enough. They you got to take more. more. You got to up that dose. Too. That's why they had the extra Target strength version now. Dose. It's only $75 of 30 day supply. And will insurance pay for it? <laughs> of course not, because they're not going to pay for nonsense. All right. So next question. How long will it take to feel results? <laughs> Depends on how much you believe the placebo effect. In a double-blinded placebo-controlled trial, subgroups, subgroups, remember that phrase, of individuals who were cognitively normal. Cognitively normal. If you well, describe yourself, if you feel like you're normal. I, then. I would say I'm cognitively normal with a potential for cognitively above average. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but like, okay, so this is for a drug for people who have mild cognitive impairment. And yet the people who really got the most benefit were the people who were cognitively normal at baseline. <laughs> so that that's good. I, I My antibiotic that I use is really good for me as long as I'm not sick. So that's, you know, it is what it is. Um, okay, or I'll give them this, or mildly impaired. 
not really defining what that means, but okay. Um, taking just one prep, just one. You don't even need a lot of it. Just a touch. Just one prevagen of extra strength. Um, over 90 days and $300 later. Improves certain aspects of cognitive function. Once again, asterisk. Certain aspects. Like, wh- what? Maybe they're uh, oh, don't worry, and we're gonna broken, and that asterisk yeah. just keeps finding its Maybe. way back in there. Maybe it's part of like the the space bar. That's a good thought. That's probably what it is. Um, is a prescription needed? Of course not, because why it wouldn't? Why would it be? This is nonsense. Can Prevagen be taken with medications? As with any new supplement regimen, you may you may want yeah. Let's say please do. You may want to talk with your doctor before beginning Prevagen use. <sighs> okay. Are there any side effects? If you're concerned with any side effects, you may want to talk to your doctor. Wait, you're the website. What, what do you mean you're, you're concerned about side effects? If you're concerned about side effects, then talk to your doctor. But aren't you going to tell us if there's side effects? We're not concerned about them. Yeah, they're not. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't. Yeah, okay. Well, um, the, look at the reviews. These people, look how happy they are. Just, I'm like a genius now. They're basically the Elon Musk of the community because they've taken Prevagen. For the right price, I'd leave a good review as well. No, nah, dude, you can't We have a question that. about that study, though. Why did they exclude patients with dementia from those oh, well, uh, because they, subgroups? Oh, because they didn't want it to be completely obvious that they were just making stuff up. Let's, uh, that's a good idea, though. Let's go, through, let's go through the study that they was their claim to fame. Because I'm going to read a funny line from the study. Anything you want to mention about it initially, though? The games that they're playing. I actually went through, if you go on their website, they've got these games that you get to play as well. One of the games is uh, Brain Teaser Tuesday is what, what today's game is. Ooh. And it's how many Did you win? The, no, I didn't. No, shoot. Hey, but the second it's time you're playing, not taking Prevagen. Right, I got to go take this it. This podcast sponsored by Prevagen. <laughs> <laughs> what, tw- what a plot twist. You find out we took a bunch of money from them and they just, we just rip on them the whole episode. How many of the following languages do you know how to say hello in? Play now. Of course, you're going to get your baseline. I think if I played it again in eight days, I'm going to do a little bit better because they tell you the answers at the very end. Put this in front of your face, AJ, so we can all hear you. They tell you Perfect. the answers yeah, at the see, very now, end. Yeah, see, there we go. They tell you the answers, and then you just, oh, wait, so you could improve based on the fact that you've played it before? Huh. Strange. I wonder if you were going to maybe, I don't know, do a bar graph of your progress, baking Prevagen, if your score would go up. Probably more if I took Prevagen. Oh, well, that well, oh, that goes without saying. But I'm just saying, even with your non-Prevagen you know, brain motor going, which it, is obviously a huge disadvantage. I don't know if it'd be clinically significant, Probably but with not. Prevagen, with Prevagen Gen, maybe it would instantly. Mm, no, it wasn't clinically significant. Let's look at, either. let's look at the, uh, let's look at the bar graph. that's no longer in their, uh, on their advertisement, which is my favorite design of all time. We'll come, we'll come back to that, but let's, so this is something called the Madison memory study It's a randomized, uh, double blind placebo controlled study designed to examine the effect of apoquarin on cognitive function in older adults. So these were community dwelling participants. In other words, they just lived in your neighborhood, um, were randomized into either the experimental group or control group, hence placebo controlled. Um, the, uh, participants, um, in the control group received capsules containing only white rice flour. That's a bummer. Um, Participants in the experimental group received capsules containing apoa core and 10 milligrams uh, and white rice flour. I don't know why they needed that, too. Um, capsules were size and color matched. Participants were instructed to take one capsule daily for the duration of said study. All right. So they were given um, a slew of like cognitive measurement tests. We have the international shopping list. Interesting. 
And so one for verbal learning, they have the international shopping list delayed recall, which is a one that obviously works on memory. We have the Graton maze learning with GML executive function. Um, we have uh, detection DET, which is a psychomotor function. Um, there was one called the uh, one back, which is working memory. That sounds like a dumb test. And then two back, if you're really, you know, if you moved on to the expert level, then that's also working memory. Um, yeah, so they have all these cognitive tests. Now, how do these translate into real life? Um, hard to say. I wonder why they didn't use any of the validated tests for Yeah, like the mini function. mental exam or anything like that. It's almost like, again, if you just do these a few times, that you'll improve just from seeing the... It's like if you take an IQ test multiple times in a row, probably going to improve your score a little bit. Yeah, I got to right? do more research. Maybe not. Got to do more research. Maybe not. So, you know what? I'm just going to skip to the punchline. Let's let's read the results. This is their study that, well, I mean, it's not published because it's on Shopify.com, but it's it's available on the internet, so it's kind of published. Um, just not anything that's even remotely uh, in the realm of peer-reviewed. But results, and I quote, While no statistically significant results were observed over the entire study population, comma, no, what do you need a comma for? That's, no, you don't but need to. wait, there's more. No, yeah, 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 let's, let's, let's dig us ourselves out of this hole that we just put ourselves in. Like, you don't need a comma there, period. Okay, and let's wrap it up. Let's go at the end of the study. But no, they continue. There were statistically significant results in the 88-0-1 and the 88-0-2 subgroups. These subgroups contained individuals with either minimal or no cognitive impairment. <laughs> Wait, I thought this was to help maintain cognitive function in patients who were already having decline. And in, in brain health, what good is this thing? If you get you got to catch it. It's like that, uh, even that new Alzheimer's medication that was like very controversial. Like they're like, oh, if it's mild, it'll be okay. But if anything past that, like, uh, don't even bother. This is like, no, you have to be completely cognitively normal with maybe minimal, which they don't define, minimal impairment. And then, it, but if not, I mean, that's obviously we're not going to get statistical difference even in those patients. But if you look at the subgroups, in other words, like the subgroups is in like the the treatment group at baseline compared to the treatment group at the end of the study got improved, you know, based on their scores of these things. But they, they just could have just got better at the actual test itself. That doesn't mean anything. I, that is insanity. I mean, they literally say, and they, they publish their, uh, the comparative like placebo versus the treatment group. It's literally just nothing significant across the board. It's crazy. Like, am I, am I blind? What am I missing? I think you're misunderstanding what they mean by treat and prevent. Right. <laughs> right okay. Maybe. <laughs> you, okay. I'm listening. And so with, that was another thing with the FDA. You can't call it a dietary supplement because you're not supplementing anything that would be in our diet. Right. But it's not a drug. Well, unless you eat a lot of jellyfish sushi. I've had that. It's pretty disgusting. But I haven't gotten any bioluminescence. Where did you get that? Uh, Bushido's Seattle. in West Ashley. Yeah, it's, me and Cole don't shop there. You, well, Cole's definitely not shopping because they charge you an extra dollar for the shrimp or whatever. But you, you'd like it. It's pretty good. They have like the sea urchin, like really weird. It's like the, the sushi that says market value on it. So you're like, ah, oh, shoot. I shouldn't do this. But then you got to try it anyway. You think they'd give me apicorin Oh, they sushi? It's, it's going to cost you. <laughs> they just got a bottle of Prevagen and sprinkle it on your sushi. Yeah, it's going to make you not smarter, but that's fine. 
Dude, look, look, if you look at their uh, the test, they actually break it down where they show the p-values of like the placebo, which some of the placebo group actually improved, which is very interesting. Impressive. Um, yeah, which I'll have. They, and then like the apoquarin from day zero to day 90. Yeah, there were some, some significant changes and some of which weren't significant at all. Um, but it's just like, what are you doing? Like, it makes no sense. I don't understand why they would even report this part. I mean, I guess they have to report something because they got no statistical difference in the way you'd actually look at the data. Um, but, yeah, so they, they really didn't show anything. And the best part ever is they used to have this, like, bar graph. Now, when they got kind of, like, hauled, you know, hauled into court because the FTC was like, well, what are you doing? Um, you're making, you know, false claims and things like that. Um, they One of the things in their actual – and you can pull up the um, – exhibit A's and, and the documents from um, the uh, their investigation. But if on the on page two of their documents, they have this like bar graph where it's just like it says um, eight days, 30 days and 90 days. And there's just like and it's just next to it. It just says percent of something. You're like, percent of what? IQ. Just smartness. Yeah, yeah. Just just way smarter. Do you look at I'm like this is like the uh, limitless pill. I'm Bradley Cooper, basically, if you does, you know, overnight, I can speak new languages, people like me for a chance, it's just like, what are you doing? Oh, this drives me insane. That's what I love about self-reporting. Dude, we need to start doing, we just need to make a product and be like, yeah, look at our graphs, and just like, really deck it out with graphs, and just that mean nothing, we just have percentages next to it, yeah, look, you can improve 78%, improve R what? squared equals Don't one. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the most perfect slope ever seen in statistic history looks good looks it does good to me. it does look good and so it's amazing that they don't have that on their uh, label anymore it's almost like the fda was like get that off there <laughs> or else or else um but yeah there's like this whole document you can go through it's really funny and they actually have like copies of their commercials which are hilarious um they they show like stuff like screenshots from the um the website that's been redone and all that but they actually used to have like all the graphs and stuff in the studies and they talk them up and show how effective it is it's just ugh it was a side of ugh it's terrible and then they go into the protein chemistry and they oh he hang on apoquarin is capable of crossing the blood brain barrier and the gi barrier but where where, where is it says who prove it oh that's because the, this is was taken out by the ftc uh investigation the um, not liking that so it says uh there this is a quote from their original website it says when cerebral spinal fluid also known as csf oh thank you for that uh and blood plasma samples were taken from a population of do dogs okay right on to which apocorn was orally administered these samples showed quantifiable evidence that the supplement was present in the nervous and circulatory systems of the animals. What does that mean? Clinically? So dogs have a circulatory system, and humans do as well. Do they? So, yeah, so that's. So, I think that's okay. what they were thinking. Also, what does that mean? It was present. <laughs> was it a picogram? It was there. Uh, oh, well, okay. It there. So it worked, but the study showed it didn't work. Oh, okay. No more questions? Got it. Um, using a, a uh, specifically designed enzyme-linked aminosorbent assay, also known as the ELISA. Why don't you say, we all, yeah, okay, got it. Linked to a electrochemoluminescent assay. They're just trying to sound like they know what they're talking about. Um, it was, there's just like also like, what, freshman chemistry that you do in undergrad? Like just little, they got their little electrophoresis tables out. Like, people like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was also demonstrated that apoquarin levels in dog CSF and plasma increase proportionally as a, func as a function of time. Okay. These data 
indicate that apocorn is capable of crossing the blood-brain barrier and the gastrointestinal barrier via the presence in dogs. Yes, if you just said that same thing, respect. Okay, who cares? If let's say that it was detectable in the most minute amount, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean it was efficacious. Doesn't mean there it could be any sort of clinical relevance whatsoever. Or why they did that in dogs and not in mice. Everybody else does. They just they probably did it with like the couple dogs they had. Their employees just were like, "Yeah, yeah, use my dog. He wants to be in a study at like, the right price." Published, kinda on Shopify. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just goes on. This whole like document is insane. Like when you read back some of their old, you know, here they go with the jelly from jellyfish and just a whole freaking thing on jellyfish. Like anybody cares. And then uh, it just goes all these reported. Then it just goes into these fake testimonies from these people that are smiling way too you know happy to be alive on this uh on this stinking website so i feel like they may have gotten some cash to do them under the table you know we don't have any evidence but i'm gonna that was a betting man no evidence but in the time that we've been sitting here i managed to max out the maximum score on the brain games did you that's website. incredible what dude what a, dude multitasking and you haven't even started your regiment so i'm i'm gonna tell you i took a i took a prevagen before i got oh, here today in the car before that I came explains up. it mm-hmm well, speaking of the go. half-life, what what is the half-life? I don't even know. Tell me. It couldn't be more than three hours in the blood. Let me see. It could be a little bit longer in the mitochondria. No, it'd be the endoplasmic reticulum. Yeah, but how does it get there? Uh, it gets there. It gets it there. It gets there in dogs. So don't, again, you're asking way too many questions. I don't think it can. So, yeah, it's just like, it's one thing after the other. And this is the part that really bothered me. Um, nothing against... This organization, I don't know them personally or whatsoever, you know, whatever. But on Prevagen's website, it says, hang on, let me go back to this uh, homepage here. I'm just reading off the website. It says, um, Prevagen selected as the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand in 2022 Pharmacy Times annual survey for fourth year in a row. What? <laughs> who? First of all, who the heck are you surveying? It wasn't me. Yeah, I definitely guess. And it says, um, Pharmacy Times, the leading publication for pharmacists in the nation? Like, I don't know about that one. That is a huge, that's almost as big of a leap as Sam Prevagen works. I mean, no, again, no offense to Pharmacy Times. I'm sure they're great. But to say that they're the leading, I don't. What about Pharmacist Letter? I mean, or like, I don't know, the New England Journal of Medicine, <laughs> like JAMA, those are like, oh, because it's not direct, doesn't have the word pharmacist in it, like it doesn't count. Like, what are you talking about? We're supposed to be the drug experts, and instead people are just like, just check, yeah, I, I recommend this one. And they give you a list of things to, like, it's like a multiple choice thing, so you have to pick one. You got to look through the, the, the fine print here. I've got the rest of the supplements pulled up. Number one is Prevagen at 63%. Astounding 63%. Number two, Nature's Bounty Ginkgo Bilboa. Biloba? Biloba. Biloba. No, that's not it. Rocky Bilboa. Different. That's different. <laughs> Number three at 5%, Focus Factor. Mm. I've actually taken that as well. I have too. It Himalaya does, uh, Mind nothing. Care. Gives you a good stomach ache. And at 5%, Brain Strong. What is that? The Alpha Brain? Oh, no, no, no. Alpha Brain's the uh, like the Joe Rogan uh, Oh, that's um, the brand. stuff that works. Well. No, it doesn't work either. Unless he wants a sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I mean, at least that's got like some adaptogens and some stuff. I don't think that probably works that very good either. But this is, yeah, brain, first of all, brain strong. Try harder with the name. And then look at the next one under that brain gear. What? Dude, the, what are you talking? Give it a rest with these names. This is terrible. You need to get 0% because that's stupid name. They had a third grader name these drugs. Oh, yeah. So that means, like, I would love to know. 
pharmacists are coming like our community pharmacists that are out there like somebody comes and you're answering the survey are you literally like you're you're answering the survey based on just what you've seen like buying trends when people you know are buying stuff at the pharmacy or this is literally what you recommend because then at that point like why are you recommending this like you just saw the advertisement as well you're a farm d or you know at least a registered pharmacist and you're like no further research necessary let's go that blows my mind. Like that's this, how can this be just like in the, ugh, I can't even, this is, that drives me crazy. That that really bothers me. Pharmacists are just like, yeah, it's the number one recommend. Now, I don't know if pharmacy times just put that in there and they, who knows, they ask six people, maybe, I don't know. But uh, um, it does say uh, the four years in a row, like, who, first of all, who in 2022 cut. is answering surveys? Like who are those people? But second of all, like, this is crazy. Like in, in the answer should be zero of these, zero of these do, you know, puzzles, do things that, you know, read, get things that do your mind or to get your mind working, um, to, to think logically and do tasks. That's like one of the only types of things, um, that can, you know, maybe slow cognitive decline. And, and even our, like acetylcholinesterase inhibitors in our prescription product, those are super limited on their efficacy. And a lot of times, yeah, you might improve your mini mental, um, status exam or, you know, um, you're, you know, you might get a little bit of a bump from baseline and improve your score. But again, is that clinically relevant? You know, when it comes to this patient dealing with Alzheimer's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a, it's one of those things at this point, we don't have any great products and we certainly don't have any products over the counter um, that can treat. And I feel like it's one of those things you're dealing with patients who obviously are in a very tough part of their life dealing with, I mean, cognitive decline has got to be a horrible thing to deal with. Um, and, you know, they're looking for something, looking for hope. And you got people who are supposed to be drug experts recommending this stuff with zero. Like, I can't understand that. We have no data on drug-drug interactions, so we have no idea what it interacts with or what it potentially interacts with long-term, whatever. It's just like, what are we doing? Seemingly preying on vulnerable populations. Sure honestly. does seem like that. Um, and they, they sell billions. Like, it's, they've made billions of dollars off the stuff. And honestly, I, we can admit and we can understand that the calcium dyshomeostasis does escalate with time. Sure. And it will eventually lead to, like, neuronal loss. But this drug doesn't. Do that it doesn't establish calcium homeostasis we know that properly controlled it can help support natural rain physiology and things but this drug doesn't do that or this supplement this over-the-counter yeah. supplement i'm sorry for using the word drug yeah this Thank supplement you for, it's doesn't better than do now you've apologized and if it does there's no evidence there's no proof yeah it's kind and of what we use as a baseline or standard what kind of podcast is this evidence based uh, medicine that, that'll i think do that'll do it well you know it's double check it's it's loosely based on that <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I don't get so. That's my two cents on Prevagen. I, I'm obviously, if you can't tell, not a huge fan. Um, it's definitely not something that it's appalling to me that this is the number one pharmacist recommended. To me, that means that the people who answered that did literally zero research four years in a row. Get the heck out of here. It's just that's crazy. I'm going to find the survey do, next year. Do some more looking, please. I'm, 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 I'm ordering. I'm doing nothing but vote. I'm going to just make a thousand emails, and I'm just answering brain gear on every single one of them. Brain gear is going to be the next best, best product. I'm going to be on Shark Tank with it. Like, you just take two. this. You'll be super good at answering these random tests that have nothing to do with anything, and your working memory will be better. And it's not too late. But look at my bar graphs. It's not too late for Quincy Bioscience to uh, sponsor us. It's not too late. <laughs> 
And yeah, as you, a caveat. Oh yeah, honestly, uh, just hit us up in the email. Uh, in the show, it's in the show notes if you guys want to, um, you know, throw some bread our way. Hey, hey, you know, any type of attention is good. It's, any it publicity is, attention. is good publicity. There you go. You're welcome, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, then the one thing. Okay, to, to to be fair, I will give them this. On their website, they have one um, the area where you can click on called Brain Healthy Living, where they have like brain health tips, brain health recipes, brain games, things like that. Cool. That sounds good. That's very helpful for you know people looking for healthy you know recipes, things like that. That sounds great. That's awesome that they're doing that for you know giving away that stuff for free. It's just all the other stuff that uh, you know is associated with the product that is that Literally I have. Literally everything else. Yeah. And and they have Prevagen rewards. That's what well, frequent, bought, buyer, frequent buyer, frequent buyer of Prevagen. So you've bought so many bottles that now you have reward points to cash in and get what? Oh, more bottles. Oh. AJ, what are we going to do? We're going to thank our actual sponsors, Pearls. Pearls, yes, our actual sponsor, who did did pay us to talk nicely. <laughs> no, no, big thanks to Pearls. As always, um, they have been a, a tremendous help. They were our first um, big sponsor and, and, you know, our main sponsor of the podcast. And so um, big shout out to them. If you have not checked out the app um, or their website, um, they're adding stuff every month, sometimes even multiple times per month. Um, and go to Pearls, that's P-Y-R-L-S.com slash core consult Rx so that they knew that uh, we sent you. Um, you can sign up for a free account, check out the app, um, peruse around a little bit. You'll get some free charts and some other things that'll help with your pharmacotherapy journey. And um, then if you do like it, there's a, you know, the paid version that'll unlock all the features, which is definitely a good option to, to try out as well. They have a lot of really good stuff. And I um, yeah, I do too. I literally, I really do. Whether they paid me or not, I do like, that's why we were so quick to jump on with them because I have really do like the app they did just add this drug interactions uh, monitor as well they did yes so they have a whole drug drug in, um interaction monitor and they have uh, pearls cast um podcast little mini episodes that you can listen to that have like clinical pearl like you know episodes of like five minutes or so so really uh you can listen while you brush your teeth and uh get some knowledge get your day started on the right foot with pharmacotherapy so definitely uh thanks to them and um check them out if you haven't already the link will be in the show notes and uh, you know, I'm sorry that was that was their very uh, more of a rant type episode, but it needed to be done. We had that we were wanting to do that for a while. Get it off our chest. Yeah, we felt we felt like that was going to be fun. So, um, you know, if you want more lecture style, more non us just goofing around, um, check out the Patreon. We got a bunch of new stuff on there, um, new lectures getting added uh, at least once a week. And um, we're also doing pharmacotherapy practice questions as well. Um, and lots of good content on there. It's like three bucks a month or $30 for the year. You get thousands of PowerPoint slides. Just do what I do. Buy it, download it, cancel it. Yeah, if you need to, if, if, if you can't afford your Chipotle or whatever, if you, yeah, do it, bootleg it, that's fine. It's all good. I get it. It's a pain though when you download something else and you add it, and now I got to spend another three dollars to get right. it. Right, and then I, you know, I'm keeping that three dollars too. That's mine. Now, but uh, you know, the the money that all goes to support the show and buying us equipment and things like that. So those of you who have uh, signed up for uh, Patreon, we definitely appreciate that. And um, we got we're getting ever so close to episode two hundred. Still got to figure out what we're doing. Nothing like waiting to the last minute. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we've got some cool stuff I think on the horizon. I'm gonna keep you keep you guys uh, 
listening and we're going to do our best but um definitely appreciate uh, all the support and everybody's hanging with us for this long we will keep on trying to bring you guys good content if uh, cole ever gets done with vacation um we'll have the whole uh, the whole team back together but uh until then we'll catch you guys in the next episode have a good one